0: and welcome to the Travel Loving Moms podcast. I'm your host, Penny. I have the pleasure of talking with moms from all over the world who travel with their kids. They share their travel stories, their how-to tips, and mom advice with us. I'm sure you will enjoy listening to them talk as much as I enjoy talking with them. All right then, let's get started on today's episode. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing
1: well. Thank you.
0: Wonderful. Where are you calling in from?
1: Right now we are in Port Republic, New Jersey.
0: Nice. Yeah. Now y'all just left Pennsylvania,
1: right? We yep, we sure did.
0: Okay, tell me how Hershey Park is.
1: Okay. It, the park is beautiful. Um, it's well kept and uh, lots to do. They are very strict, so oh. just know that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, are you talking about Hershey Park itself, or are you talking about the thousand trails oh, that the y'all thousand trails, Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: No, the park itself, like, the, the, we went and did the um, the factory, and then we went, we didn't do the amusement park just because we have six flag passes, and so to me, that wasn't worth it, but we wanted the kids to kind of know the history about Hershey, because it was established by Mr. Hershey, but, like, so much of the history of the area is based on, like, why he did it, so it, there was a, there's a lot to learn, and we had, like, so much fun learning it, so it was way really cool. <laughs>
0: Yeah, y'all look like y'all had a great time.
1: We did. It was way really fun.
0: <laughs> My daughter wants to go there and she says, I want to go there because they have Hershey Street lamps they and-,
1: do! and Hershey <laughs> kisses on the top of them and um, Reese's Pieces fla- or Reese's Pamper Cup flags. It's really cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll definitely have to go there one day. <laughs> now, I want to get into a little bit about your family because you have six kids. Um, I know two of them, I think, if I'm correct, don't travel with you because they're a little bit older.
1: Right. We adopted out of foster care. So um, they are a little bit older. Our oldest is 23 and our son is 20. And so um, it took, you know, that took some, a lot of, a lot of growth, a lot of time and a lot of um a lot of our time went towards the older kids. And so um, when they started their own lives, we kind of decided to just reset ours because now we had these four younger kids that needed our attention. And so we took our four youngest and decided um, to leave what was our normal to spend more time doing the things that we felt like were most important, which are having meaningful and quality relationships with both like our family and our friends um, and hopefully meeting new people along the way to create those relationships with, and also doing meaningful work. So for us, that means serving others as we go and um, doing, you know, service projects or random acts of kindness and things like that. We really are trying to teach our kids. We want them to see the world, but also like contribute in a good way to the world. So this was like our reset, and we were just trying to focus, well, what makes us the most happy? Um, adventures together, making memories together, and all of just our all of our family being together. Now, obviously, the older two can't come with us, but we could do that with the younger four. So that's kind of why we set out to do this. We figured out a way to do it, and that's what we're doing.
0: <laughs> I love that. Now, what kind of um, service projects and stuff do y'all do, and how do you find what you're going to do at the places where you
1: go. I try when we post on Instagram, where we're going, I try to ask people um, for opportunities that they may know of in the area, because there may be some locals or people who have, you know, been to the area. Um, There's a couple of websites that you can look up, but we also try to focus on small acts. Um, Mm -hmm. We, we have, we are, we're trying to like, teach them this, that you can in every day do these things. Like if we're traveling with another family, um, you can do their dishes for them. You know, like if you're that close, Mm -hmm. there's like little things that you can do. When we're at certain places, like when we were at a certain park, they had this huge storm come in and it brought up from like Ontario, all of this trash that you would not even believe what is in the water. And so we just grabbed a couple bags and made a game of it. And it was something that I was like, this is gross. Somebody has to do something about it. Let's do something. But then afterwards, I realized like, oh, this is what we're this is what we're doing. We're setting out to do this, and we're actually doing it. And so, um, so little things. Honestly, it doesn't have to be anything big. It could be just being courteous of other people, picking up trash, putting things away, putting gro- grocery carts away, paying for the person behind you. All those random acts. You're setting an example for your kids. And so we try to do as little, but we also are wanting to reach out to you know, bigger projects and things like that. So um, my dream, honestly, is to be able to get a big group of us RVers together and do something big because I feel like then they'll know, hey, you know, this RVing community, they're not too bad.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. And I love what you're teaching your kids because not many kids get that opportunity to he- learn how to help others and be available. I would love to meet you out on the road because my daughter and I would be all into that. Tell us what to do.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. I would. I mean, I generally am not the type of. I mean, I can orchestrate and and you know tell people what to do, <laughs> but <laughs> but if, if it's for a good cause, I'm okay, I'm comfortable with it. If anything else, I'm like, I'll take a seat and let somebody else take the reins. <laughs> Oh, yes.
0: Well, that would be a lot of fun, especially maybe go to clean the beaches and stuff. It is really sad. My daughter says, I can't believe people just throw stuff on the floor. Why do they do that? Or on the ground? Why do they do that? And I said, because they don't have any respect for our earth, you know, and it's really sad. So I love that you do that with your kids. What a way to teach them.
1: Nate, you homeschool? We do. We do. Okay. So um, I will say this, that was the biggest uh, hang up for us because both my husband and I don't feel very qualified to teach our children. <laughs> and so, um, and we like checks and balances. We want to know that they're doing well. We don't want them to get behind. Like those are all the stresses. We want this amazing life for them, obviously, and we don't want to mess them up. And so that was the biggest Um, stressor for us. So last year when we started, we started with a curriculum that was books and it, and it was, it didn't, it didn't work for us. And so then we switched to online this year, we are traveling full-time with another family and we all uh, work together to teach the kids. So it's been wonderful because it's hands-on, everybody has a part in it. We all kind of know how the kids are doing it and how they're, how well they're doing. If somebody There's four parents, obviously, and everybody has their own strengths. And so, you know, it's like I'm I'm, I like English, but math is not my thing. So Mm -hmm. we'll leave it to the engineer to teach the math. Like, so it's nice (laughs) because we do have the luxury of traveling full time with another family. So we have that.
0: That's awesome. And so do y'all use um, a curriculum or are y'all going off anything or or are y'all just kind of?
1: Yeah, we do use a curriculum, um, a couple of different ones. Uh, layers of Learning, Saxon, I believe, is the other one, and we just supplement with lots of little things. We obviously, because we are traveling, we are um, implementing the places that we go into our geography and history, so mm-hmm. that's nice for them. Like, if you just we just went through Lancaster County, and so it's in the lesson, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, yeah, I remember the buggies and the horses," and so it's fun for them. That's
0: a good learning experience. Yeah. The one that you did that was online was it a public school online? And I'm curious because that's what I'm looking into for my daughter, um, and she seems pretty excited about. It, but I'm just wondering if it's going to be too restricted
1: for what we want to do, like y'all are doing, travel full time. Um, we use Time for Learning, and okay. I liked it because it, it you know, captivated the kids. Their attention was there because it's video. They do they do video instruction and so kids nowadays that they're, that's what they're used to um so if we were to ever end up doing this by ourselves again that's what I would do because it is, there is a check and balance at, but you can set it for the pace that you want and depending on the curriculum that you want if you don't want to teach like you know history that way you can teach it your own way and then um you don't have to take that class so it's It's not restrictive, and because it's online, it's, I guess, could be at your own pace if you wanted to take, like, longer off, but, like, kind of bunch of lessons in in a shorter amount of time, you could do that.
0: Right. Cool. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Now, so you travel full-time, and you travel in an RV. What is your style? Like, how often do you move, um... How far do you, do y'all go when you go somewhere? Uh, Just kind of those different styles for you. Uh, Our style is pretty chaotic. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, No, we, so because we're, um, we travel, we try to give the kids some stability. So we stay a lot at thousand trails when it's like hot or cold and we need some type of, you know, regulation of temperature. So that way we have that. So we tried to stay two to three weeks in a spot um, and then just go, see, when we started out, we were just kind of trying to run away from the cold. And so we just booked (laughs) it to California. (laughs) So, um, and then I had a conference that I need to be at in Atlanta in May. And so we made our way to there um, in May. And then from there, we've kind of just, gone where we wanted to go and so um we don't have we have places we want to go and whatever makes the most sense so we're not going to go all the way up the country then down you know so we're going to hit the things on the way so we don't have we don't have restrictions as far as timelines and so other than what the weather permits so we're staying in the area in the northeast until it gets cold and then we're going to florida for the for the winter so that's really, I mean, we try to stay for a couple of weeks so we can explore the area and give the kids a little bit of stability. But other than that, um, we don't have a whole lot of rules. <laughs> right. Well, that's,
0: that's what RVing is all about, right? Exactly. Not having any set rules. Yes. It's like a, a, about thousand trails. I've been listening to a lot of RVers online and they all seem to like that very well. Could you tell us some more about that one?
1: Absolutely. Um, Okay, so Thousand Trails is a membership. You pay for a lifetime membership and then you pay yearly dues for that. And they have different plans and like different membership levels. Um, We have the level where we can stay up to 21 days. We can book out, what is it, four months in advance? Um, And we really like it. It's so. I will say we did not, we thought it was too good to be true, honestly, when we, when we heard about it, like, cause we had been doing research for months and months before we pulled the, you know, pulled the trigger and actually did all of this. So it's, most places have full hookups. So you have electricity, water, and sewer. So you're paying, the, the cost comes with traveling, the actual gas you have to move from place to place you don't have to pay anything outside of, in most places. Sometimes you have to pay a little bit more to have a 50 amp. But in most places, you're, you just pay your membership fee and then your yearly dues. And then whatever restrictions your membership has. So it seems like too good to be true, but it's <laughs> legitimate. So it was no-brainer for us. Um, just because we did want to stay in more places longer. And so it made sense for us to, to do this. And we, we plan on doing this for a while. So, again, it made sense.
0: Does that get y'all out of the, um, you know how you go to some some of the RV parks and you if you have so many more kids, you have to pay per kid? So, if you join yeah. Thousand Trails, does that get you out of that? So,
1: Thousand Trails parks, all of the ones that we have been to have not charged for children, which would stink for us because we have the four with us so um yeah I when before we did thousand trails we did have to pay per child and so that was not fun so yes it does get you out of that I know I've heard of a couple within the system that still charge per child and then or don't allow pets or something but there you can see that when you go to make your reservation and plan accordingly but yes no I haven't had anybody charge us for having kids isn't that awful
0: that some places do that though that just amazes me
1: it's ridiculous it's (laughs) ridiculous in my opinion it's ridiculous it's what is that like like age shaming or ageism but the opposite like (laughs) you don't like kids
0: (laughs) sorry you've got more than one kid we're gonna have to charge you for that
1: (laughs) exactly exactly
0: oh my goodness yeah (laughs) So how do y'all choose where to go next? Do you just kind of go, hey, we all want to head in this direction and we head off or do y'all make some plans? How does that work out for y'all? We make
1: plans, but I will say make plans with the knowledge that you'll probably change them at some point (laughs) Uh, because more times than not, we we do change them. Now, my family's from New York. And so that's why we're spending a, a lot of time in this area. Originally, we came out here to spend time with them and then we were going to go back and spend the summer in like yellowstone and do all that but decided to stay here and so again it just a a plan change but Mm -hmm. we try to plan it out but right now we're following a we're following our curriculum so right now we're doing early american history and so it's the northeast is so rich with history and so our kids are at a great age that they're learning that and loving that stuff. And so that's what we're focusing on. This little leg of the trip is early American history, going to see all of those sites while we're learning about it. So they have more hands-on experience after we're done with that. Obviously the history of America goes West. And so that's how we'll proceed. Um, But we don't have, plans other than that we're just trying to get them to see the things that they're learning about
0: I love that so you're basically letting their schooling kind of dictate where you're going so they can learn about it hands-on I love that exactly. that's awesome yeah I mean <laughs>
1: We've thought about this, like, my husband and I, after the kids are gone. But then we're just like, why wait? And why not give them the opportunity to see everything that they're learning? In school, we're just, like, showing it to them. You know, you can see it in a book and, like, oh, that's cool. See it in person and they're going to remember it. So that was our whole push behind this. It really is all about the kids. So maybe one day, like, after they're gone, doing their own thing, we'll go for actual vacation RVing trip. But... (laughs) right now, we're just doing life differently. Now, how old are your kids? So, we have a three-year-old, a five-year-old, an eight-year-old, and an 11-year-old, 12-year-old with us.
0: Okay. And how do they like traveling?
1: They love it. Um, They... I, I, I worried, I worried that they were going to, because they had like their best friend right across the street and I just worried, but they honestly, every once in a while, they'll miss their friends and they'll FaceTime them. But because we've met so many other families that are doing this, like I really feel like there's a bit of a shift and a revolution that's happening where people are realizing normal is not all it's cracked up to be. The American dream is more suffocating than anything else. Cause it's, more about keeping up with the jones instead of doing what makes you happy. and so so they there's more and more families doing this and so we have never gone to a place where we haven't they haven't met up with somebody else and met friends. and so i think it's good. i also worried about oh we're going to like make them like have some abandonment issues because they're going to like make friends and leave them every two weeks. but honestly like we keep in touch with the internet is an amazing thing for that. Like it used to be you'd go to summer camp, make a best friend and never, and maybe write a couple of letters and then never see that person again. It's different with the internet. And so they don't have that. And then I think it teaches them to acclimate and be outgoing. So they are like, oh, I only have a limited time. Let's make some friends. So they love it. They really do. They, they love homeschooling. Uh, they still fight us obviously because they're kids. They just want to go play, but they love homeschooling. They love seeing the places that we go to and they love the freedom and they honestly like we just love being with each other like we still like have you know when you're with each other all the time like you still have issues but Mm -hmm. we just love being with each other and so it's it's honestly our dream come true
0: that's amazing and I'm so glad that y'all's dream did come true and you I totally agree with you about the shift in the way things are and families are going about nowadays is definitely not what our parents and grandparents were raised to do. Well, I think it all comes about with homeschooling. So here, here it is. The schools are failing the kids. So the parents are taking them out and homeschooling them. And then the parents are realizing why do we need all this space when there's a whole world out there? So let's get an RV and go for a ride, you know? Exactly. Yep. Yes. And I, I love it.
1: I didn't realize how much, <laughs> idle time and waste of time public school was honestly like I didn't realize mm-hmm. how much just busy work that they have and how much time you actually need to teach your children <laughs> so yeah I don't know if we'll I mean I, I think public school is great and especially if like you it's if homeschooling isn't something you feel like you can do but for us um, I don't know that we'll go back to public school I when anybody asks me about like taking kids with them I do say they're going to be as you know outgoing as you are if you're like most of the time our friends make our kids make friends because we're making friends with their parents and so Mm -hmm. if you're not being outgoing they're going to struggle as well because they don't you know they need to model that behavior and so. Um. Yeah, you can find somebody at the park a lot of times, but a lot of times mm-hmm. it's because you're saying hey to your neighbor and they've got kids and oh, let's do dinner together or something, you know, so.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a good point. And we don't meet strangers, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> Could you share a favorite memory or a favorite time, something that y'all have done since you've been traveling? Um, that you just go, every time I think about that, that was awesome.
1: For sure. Um, Something stands out for sure for me. We were in California, and I don't know how the universe aligned the way that it did, but about six different full-time families were right in the same, like, area, back to back, like, and then uh, right near this, um, Playground, so all the kids are playing. Anyway, so we just all got to talking and sitting around the fires at nights, and we started planning a dinner together, and then we get to breakfast the next morning. And it was just like, this is what it's supposed to be. This is like, like summer camp for adults. This is amazing. It was like every time I think about this lifestyle, like I wish there was more of that. And we do have that on a smaller scale because. We do meet up with a lot of other full-time families and we we travel full-time with that other family. And so we do have that community, but it was just a magical moment. Like, wow, this is, we're all like just barely in this, like just within a few months figuring it out and still in that, not honeymoon stage, but just like, this is amazing. And sharing stories of why we're trying to do this, seeing how like-minded we were and you know now we all have group texts and are planning on spending the winter together and so it's it was magical it was for sure magical
0: that is a precious time yeah and hey all of those kids you didn't have to worry about yours at the
1: time (laughs) exactly no they were all (laughs) playing
0: yeah now did that happen to be like a full-time families group or did was it just like you said the stars
1: just aligned for y'all they they just aligned it was not a full-time families thing it was just Mm -hmm. we just met at the same I know that like there was a couple of connections within the group but some of us like had never even met each other we just ended up being like neighbors and it was it was really cool. It was but it was also just about inviting the next person, hey, we're doing this like dinner and we're I mean, that's something I always love to do when we we're in a sticks and bricks was just have over people and things like that. And so, hey, let's do a potluck, everybody bring this or even for breakfast you can do it like you bring the hash browns, I'll bring the bacon, like, you know. <laughs> and it really is like something special and it's fun because most of the time for me, cooking is just bleh. And but when you're like doing it with other people, it's, it's way fun.
0: Isn't that amazing how the community, the RV community is so close knit or you just, like you said, meet strangers and then all of a sudden you're like best friends for life. Mm -hmm. And then people live in apartments like we do and hardly even know anybody and you see everybody all the time but you don't there's no community there even when you live in neighborhoods now sometimes there's not a community it, that just amazes me
1: do you want to know we lived in in quintessential suburbia it was a nice area it was safe it was beautiful we had parks we had you know, it was, it was wonderful. And when we moved into that area, that's what we thought would happen. And there were only about two families where we had actually been in their home in the entire, almost 10 years that we had lived there. We had seen them like at church or something, or just walking the neighborhood, like we knew each other, but you're exactly right. And that's what we were yearning for that we weren't getting. And I think we're just Mm -hmm. so busy doing our own lives that like, everybody is like, survival mode most of the time, just trying to work to keep up with things that you don't have that time. And so this provides the time to be able to do that, but also because you are that same like-minded mindset, then you are trying to seek that. You are trying to seek those deep and meaningful relationships. And so these are our people, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) We have found our people. And like you said, there's no stranger. We don't know any strangers either. So um, (laughs) whenever... (laughs) you know somebody needs something our door is open and we're there so if when we, we were just at Hershey actually and the power went out at the park at the RV park and I was just like anybody in the area we have our generators so come on over because you know I, we just love people so
0: mm-hmm.
1: so yeah that's what we were seeking and we absolutely have found it
0: that's wonderful i love that thank you for sharing you welcome Um, I have two other questions for you. One is, what do y'all do to be able to provide the opportunity for y'all to be able to travel?
1: My husband owns his own business. We started it uh, four, five years ago. Five years ago, I think it is. He actually removes um, dents out of vehicles. So instead of like doing Bondo and painting it, he has these tools and this technique where he's able to push it out from behind So it looks like it never even happened, which is actually better than painting, repainting your car and putting bondo on it. So it's, it's like back to factory paint. If it had factory paint in it, it's like nothing ever happened. So we were doing that before and we just continue to to do that now. Um, If there's a hailstorm and we want to go and work the hailstorm we're able to do that but I also have my own side stuff that I do so freelance writing and um, getting into social media management and things like that so we're able to support ourselves with mm-hmm. but the whole point was to be able to have more time so it's on our it's what we say so that's we take on as much work as we need to instead of telling being told to work 60 or 80 hours a week which is what we were doing before we started our own business
0: that's wonderful I've never heard of anyone having that kind of business doing that for vehicles and hey what a great thing to be in an RV community if something happened or you know god forbid a storm happened but if something did like you said a hell storm came through he's in the perfect spot at the perfect time yeah
1: <laughs> he's worked on a couple of airstreams before <laughs>
0: Oh, well, oh, I could only imagine with an Airstream, yes.
1: <laughs> it was like a <laughs> silver golf ball, for sure.
0: <laughs> yes, what was it? jump more Journey got um, out in a, a hailstorm somewhere one time, and he said his number one concern was how many dents was there going to be in their um, Airstream. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, my last one is, do you have any tips and advice um, for traveling with kids.
1: For sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> my first would be give yourself and your kids grace, like just try. I know that's the whole thing of parenting is trying to have more patience, but give yourself and your kids more grace, um, on travel days, double your drive time to accommodate for potty breaks and everything else that comes up. Um, because with children, it just takes like it seems to be double the time. And the more children you have, obviously, the more the more that takes. Um, but honestly, as much as we call ourselves the runaway parents and that th- this idea came from just running away from all of that, um, traveling full time is like normal life in so many ways. So your kids are still kids. You still have the same issues that you had. It's not a cure-all. So as long as you remember that going into it, things will be good it's not it doesn't fix everything you still have the same stuff you got to deal with
0: I love that thank you for sharing that with us you're welcome and now where can we follow you at because I know that you have several handles and I'm going to make sure that I put them all in the <laughs> notes for you <laughs> thank
1: you um, so I, <laughs> I started my own blog and YouTube channel three years ago called mom and a duck um, And we have since. And so I have that handle. And then we start our traveling handle on Instagram, the runaway parents. Um, but we've combined the two on YouTube. So if you search mom and it up or the runaway parents, it, the channel should pop up.
0: And I love your YouTube channel. You're funny. <laughs> <Thank> you.
1: <laughs> I'm a goofball. That's for sure. It's fun, though. <laughs>
0: me and you would get along great Yay! (laughs) (laughs) well elizabeth i thank you so much for being a guest today on the show and sharing your story your tips and advice with us
1: thank you so much for having me it's been fun
0: you're welcome anytime until next time may your family be blessed and your travels be awesome Mm. Oh my goodness, I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. I just love how the moms are so open and honest about their life and their family. You can subscribe to hear every episode on Anchor.fm or Spotify. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Travel Loving Moms. You can also find some great resources, books I love, and more guest info on the website at www.travellovingmoms.com. One more thing. If you're saying to yourself, self, I would love to be a guest on the podcast, but what do I need to do to make that happen? Well, let me tell you, it's easy. Go to www.travellovingmoms.com be a guest. Fill out the guest form. I look forward to hearing from you soon. So thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful day.